All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It's the pregame show where I fill you in on what's going on and we provide analysis. Uh, welcome in. Giant Game Day edition of Short for Short for Giant Game Day edition of Oilers Nation every day. I almost called it Short Ford every day. Anyways, it's a mess. It should start. be. It is Short Ford every day. You drive the Nation truck every day. That's a good point as well. It's been four days, but it feels like four weeks oh, since we've had I, I Oilers that, game. I forgot about. the season was on. It feels good, though. So let's get into it with uh, the lead. Oilers and Kings, 8 o'clock start. I see Electronic Jordan already booing the 8 p.m. start. I hate 8 o'clock starts. I hate them so much. I know, I know, I know. I've it's been up be since crazy. 5 a.m. It's going to be a grind. Yeah, it is going to be an absolute grind. The Oilers are going to need to grind out a victory. As always, we are live on the Nation Network YouTube, as well as Oilers Nation Twitter and Oilers Nation on Facebook. But the comment section, it is over on the YouTube. So drop us your keys to victory tonight as the Oilers take to the ice in their reverse retros. I want to start with that. When you think of the OG Todd McFarlane jersey, who's the first name that comes to mind? <sighs> I Like 10 names came to mind. Okay. For, for some reason, I want to say Todd Marchant. Was he even an oiler when we had that jersey? I don't know jersey? if you were. For me, it's always Igor Ulanov for some oh, reason. That's the name that always jumps I have the Ulanov shirt that has the the Todd McFarlane design. Damn it. I loved Ulanov. Yeah, I loved Ulanov. Way ahead of his time. We could use Ulanov right now, current state. 
we could because the Oilers blue line probably not good enough uh that's something we're gonna get into tomorrow when Frank Saravalli joins the show he's flying back home from Toronto today he was in the six for a little hall of fame week activity so yes I know sorry usually we talk with Frank on Wednesday but we'll make up for it tomorrow when Frank what is the, the segment show. called tomorrow to- electronic Jordan said Frank's follies yeah, I'm in. I think that might be what we roll with tomorrow, Electronic Jordan. I like the idea of uh, of the comment section, maybe naming the Frank. Let's have fun week. with it, yeah. Let's have some fun with that. Anyways, tonight it is a game day. Oilers taking on the LA Kings, taking on a team that they are behind in the Pacific Division standings. Tonight is a big game. It's kicking off a week of big games for the Oilers with a couple of divisional opponents. This is also the first meeting between these two teams since game seven round one of the playoffs Connor mcdavid scoring late putting that game away and a lot has kind of changed since then from an la kings perspective they went out and got kevin fiala they're also healthy remember they didn't have victor arvidson they didn't have drew doughty for that game seven this is a kings team that is a legit playoff contender once again and is not a team that you can look past no that we've got uh we got our hands full tonight and we have to remember that LA played in Calgary yesterday or the night before and yeah. lost. And given their record, they don't lose that much. So I expect LA to be a worthy adversary tonight. They will be. And they are coming off a loss as well to the Calgary Flames and one that was just weirdly high scoring. Like they the almost first, pulled it off. They almost came back. They almost did come back. Which would have been a very Calgary move to do. They couldn't outscore their bad goaltending, which I think is interesting because that's kind of been the Kings' MO all season. You saw the graphic we had up there. They're averaging over three goals a game. But they have one of the worst save percentages in the entire NHL as a team. Jonathan Quick has been wildly inconsistent over his last four games. He allowed four goals on 38 shots to the Florida Panthers, 895 save percentage. Followed it up, 21 save shutout against Minnesota. Followed it up, 970 save percentage against Chicago. And you're thinking, okay, Jonathan Quick's back on the rails. 800 save percentage against Calgary Flames. And Cal Peterson has been one of the only goalies in the NHL worse, worse statistically compared to Jack Campbell. When you look at things like goals saved above expected and all that, Cal Peterson has been absolutely junk this year for the LA Kings. So I don't even know which direction they're going to go between the pipes tonight. Because again, do you you go back to quick after he got lit up though? It it seems like they do, right? Like he is is their starter? I don't know. We'll we'll see. The Oilers are going to go with Stuart Skinner. That is a good move. Skinner's been rock solid. Mike McKenna and myself today on Daily Faceoff Live were talking about this. He's without a doubt out of the four goalies you could potentially see in this hockey game. Skinner is the best one of the four. And that's an area the Oilers actually have a pretty big advantage. And much needed because I yeah. like this is a fully healthy LA Kings roster that's got a, a little bit more firepower adding Kevin Fiala. So expect, you know, we're probably going to get shelled because that's just what we do. We have not figured out a defensive game. We do it, it once in a while. We surprise ourselves, i.e. against Tampa. We can we can yeah. kind of shut it down-ish, even though we still get chances and we got a lot of big saves to get us through that one. So, you know, this is going to be a big test for Stuart Skinner. And we know it's good to know that they let a lot of goals in because that, like, indexes yeah. well for the Oilers who like to score a lot of goals. So, you know... If they average three against a normal team, that's probably like averaging five against a team like the Oilers. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It's just and math. Cal Peterson was the first goalie off the ice today, Kings morning skate. Let's go. That could be maybe a bit of an interesting break for the Oilers, who haven't been a good home team this year. Surprising. They're below 500 on home ice. 
wasn't this kind of like last year too a bit maybe for the first half like didn't we struggle being at home and we're really good on the road i'm just going off of a feeling here i don't know okay anyways don't worry about that yeah we need to fix well we also started with like we were on a long homestand too which is always weird to start on the season sometimes you need to get on those road trips to kind of really build the camaraderie of the of the team of the unit uh so you know we kind of had a weird like the schedule's been weird for us and it's going to continue to be weird for us for the rest of the season so it is what it is but yeah no we definitely need to improve uh our home game i'm hoping they're excited i'm really hoping you know they were in florida huge win they had four days off i really hope they had their rookie party in florida that's a really big galvanizing moment so i think they come back to edmonton a closer group now excited to get back on the ice excited on home ice i think they're excited to wear those reverse retros so i just expect an excited invigorated team to take to the ice speaking of rookies maybe a rookie party is what dylan holloway needs for a bit of a spark he would have been paying. I and Steve in the chat is wondering, you know, is this maybe the last game we see Dylan Holloway up with the Oilers for a while? If after tonight they send him down to Bakersfield, I could see maybe after the homestand because we've heard Kyler Yamamoto. Jason Greger was on the show yesterday. Kyler Yamamoto close but not ready. Maybe ready for the road trip, though. Tyler Benson close but not ready. Maybe ready for the road trip. So if you're getting both Benson and Yamamoto back from injury, I wouldn't be surprised if that marks the end of Dylan Holloway's stay, but I do think he'll be here Why for the rest of the week. Why would you give up? Like, Holloway has speed. I know he's still figuring out his game, but like... Because they're playing him seven minutes a night yeah. on the fourth line. It just yeah. doesn't make a ton of sense. Like, tonight, based off the lines of practice, McDavid with Nuge and Pugliarvi, Dreisaitl with Fogel and Hyman. Fogel struck once again against Fogel Florida. Fogel is a man possessed at the moment, and I'm very happy for him. I know we've been critical of him, but it's for... It's for a good reason. Yeah. The stats don't lie. So it's good to see him playing better. Like he's actually just playing better. And just by him playing better, he's scoring goals. Yeah. Like you're seeing more confidence. You're seeing more passion in his game. So I hope that sustains because like we, we he's, he's a $2.75 million player. So we need him to deliver. So small sample size, but the last week for him has been good. Yeah, it has been good. The third line, I'm... I'm well, what do you wincing. think about Klim? He like he I, was noticeable. I'm yeah. trying like, but I'm like, but he didn't do anything great. But he was also around some. He was on the ice for some action. So yeah. like, I don't know. Liam, you really like Klim Cost in the other day. What did uh, what did Bagnell call him? The real Klim, Klim Shady. Shady. Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought he brought some size to the lineup. He brought some good speed. Like he was screened. When you on- say brought size, like was he physical? I thought, well, in the sense of he screened, um, who played in goal for Florida? Knight on that yeah, one goal, and then Barry got the goal. Yeah. He drove to the net on that the one yeah. yeah, like he had a positive impact on the team, and that's what they're missing from a lot of guys. So I thought it was a good first game for the real Clem Shady. Like, it was fine, but he's not a guy that I'm looking at being like, oh, he can be a driver on that third line. And, like, with Yanmark there, too, it's clear they're hurting from the injuries. I would have swapped Holloway and Yanmark in this lineup. I would have had Holloway on the third line with McLeod. I think that's a better fit. There's more upside there offensively. And then your fourth line is more peer checking with Shore, Yanmark, and Ryan. But I also noticed Yanmark that game, too. Like, it seemed mm-hmm. like it, he didn't score, but it just he seemed like he was doing the right things and he was in the play. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting experiment. So this just, this might be the writing on the wall that Holloway is kind of on his way down. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just doing that. And yeah, like I said, Yanmark and Costin in Florida both played 
a good enough game to be worthy to stay in the lineup. I'm not offended right now to see them on that third line. I'm kind of actually interested to see what uh, a line with some actual meat on it for McLeod can do. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I think he needs skill. That's what I think you need to put. But Yanmark is very serviceable. That's the whole thing. Like he is very serviceable. So he, I think he has enough skill. He needs, yeah. Like McLeod just needs distribution because he's going to buzz around. And he's going to he needs people to go in and get pucks loose because he can also shoot. So it's a worthy experiment. Uh, it's not the best third line in the NHL. I'll tell you that much. Far from it. Well. For now, there was a take the other day from Paul Bissonnette that said if the Oilers didn't have McDavid or Dreisaitl, they would be a lottery team and they would lose in a best of seven to the Arizona Coyotes. And that pissed me off. One, yes, their depth isn't good. Two, go through every team in the NHL and take away their two best players and they're not that good. You know? It's the worst take ever in any sport. Take away the starting quarterback from any NFL team. They won't be good. Take away LeBron or any star from any so NBA team. They won't be So which platform good. did he make that statement on? Spit and Chicklets. Okay, so then what is his persona on Spit and Chicklets? He's a Flames fan and Whitney's yeah. an Oilers fan. So, of course, he's going to say something silly. Well, it worked. Well, you're triggered. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Triggered. Where I was going to go with it was, A, to point out that you take away the best players, every team's going to be junk. But then also I look at this bottom six and I kind of go, Shit, that's a lot of AHLers on that in that bottom six. Yeah, no, our bottom six is still a little bit of a mess. So, are you worried about it, or are you just kind of shrugging and going, "It's a product of injuries"? If you had Benson and Yamamoto and Kane all healthy, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Uh, well, I love how you think Kane or not Kane. Kane is definitely a top six player. Benson is. He could be. He's, he's a fringe. I, I just, I really want to pull for that guy, but it, like he is a he is an AHL he all star. Best shape of his life? We never got to see if it was young player has finally figured out how to be an impact role. Harvey is also a training camp god. I know. So, and that's not even a knock on Harvey, but like he's very offensive in training camp. Same with the Yamamoto. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
<laughs> the chat's coming through in a good way. Dangerous Wade says, take away someone's legs. They aren't good runners. Smart Cowboy says, take away all those burger joints. I wouldn't be fat. I think there's <laughs> but then there's don't air shops. Like that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's fair. There's too many options. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I just, I look at this bottom six right now and I'm like, God, until they get healthy. But Yanmark's not, I don't, we shouldn't, I, I'm actually, like Yanmark was a cap casualty. I am happy he's now up with the club because now we're going to see what he is. And I think you're going to find that he's like a very worthy bottom six NHLer. So I feel a lot more comfortable with a guy like that in our bottom six. I don't, I don't view him as an NHLer. He was just down there because of circumstance. So I'm happy with him. McLeod, I'm happy with. Costin, we don't know what we have with. And our fourth line is a potpourri of mess at the moment. Although Devin Shore once in a while really surprises us. Mike says, take away my car and I'd have a tough time getting to work. Preach. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, that's the Oilers lineup tonight. On the blue line, if they do go 12-6, and six, which is what we're expecting, Nemo line going to be in for Ryan Murray down there. Uh, opposite now for the LA. We need Nemo. We need Nemo because you know they're going to bring physicality. Um, the LA Kings, that is. Yeah, they are. And let's talk about the group they have because they actually are like a pretty deep team. They're leading point getters playing on their third line tonight. Up top, they're going Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, and Gabe Velarde. Filled the no with Trevor Moore and Victor Arvidsson, who we did not see play in the playoffs. Rasmus Kapari with Carl Grundstrom and Kevin Fiala. 5.17 shots in his last five games. Blake Lazat with Jarrett Anderson Dolan and Archer Kaliev. Five points in his last five games playing on the fourth line for the LA Kings. The deep pairings They're are, just rolling four lines. Is they that, do. I haven't looked at time of nights. They're just rolling four lines. 100%. Yeah. Um, it's, Kaliev can shoot. That guy's got a heavy shot. He is a mutant. Yeah, um, I think he did. He score twice against. I think he did score twice against Calgary Flames. That's, Probably that's where his two goals came from. Uh, Mikey Anderson and Drew Doughty reunited. Get to play against our guy Mikey Anderson, who hurt Leon Drysaddle. I know. I wonder if Leon's going to do something silly tonight, like just take a penalty and hack him in the ankle or something. We're not tough enough, so we can't do that shit. But. Sean Dursey with Matt Roy and Sean Walker and Alex Edler is the third pairing. That's also a very deep blue line. Like this is usually Alex the Edler. I know. Is he like Joe wonder. Thorne's age? He's 37, I think. Yeah. Good for This him. is usually the part of the show where I like to point out like, hey, this is who Woodcroft's going to try get McDavid on the ice against. This is who might see a lot of dry sidle. But I look at this and like every pairing for the Kings is good. I think I, I think I overlooked them a little bit heading into this season because they're deepish. They're so deep. Yeah, their lineup, their their roster construction does look sound, and they're really good on the blue line. Uh, I uh, like Edler's thirty seven. Like he's still got the wits, but he might not have the speed. So you know, McDavid can like he might not be able to outsmart Edler, but he can outpace Edler for sure. So I'm not too worried about the the third pair. But yeah, those 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 first two pairs for for LA is going to be a headache, which, you know, I wish people would look at the Oilers roster and say the same thing, but I bet you they just look at a green light as at all three pairings. Uh, and that's an issue we need to solve. And I will not stop talking about it. Just so you know, Frank Saravalli has a piece up on dailyfaceoff.com about D targets for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And tomorrow I'm going to ask him how many of those targets, maybe if there was a Venn diagram, Leafs potential options, Oilers potential options, who sits in the middle there? I think there could be some interesting names. Columbus is in the shits. I've talked about Vlad Gavrikov a few times on the show. I think he's a guy who the Oilers might have interest in as a player. I know he's a pending UFA, but he's young. He's 26. He's got decent NHL experience. 
I don't know. We'll get Frank's take on that tomorrow. Today, though, we're focusing on the Oilers and the Kings. Special teams, the Kings are 18th in the NHL in power play percentage. The Oilers are third in the NHL in power play percentage. If we're talking a penalty kill, the Oilers are terrible. Even though they've had a couple of decent games, they suck. They're 30th in the NHL, 70.6 on the PK. The good news tonight, the LA Kings are 26th. They're equally as weak as the Oilers. So, special teams advantage in favor of the Oilers. Winning advantage, clearly in favor of the Edmonton Oilers. Interesting. Very interesting. So, hopefully, well, and we're, we love taking penalties, so hopefully... Uh... LA wants to oblige us and, mm-hmm. and, and get into the special teams race where we have a, actually for once have a chance to win. We can always outscore, but we can't defend. Um, goaltending is always interesting when we have the upper hand because that very rarely happens. Mm-hmm. But who's in front of the goalie is you know what it also comes down to. Yeah, and I'm trying to like bite my tongue a little bit because the last time I sat on the show and was like, I'm very confident in the Oilers tonight. They're going up against a bad goalie. There are some advantages here. Well, that was Carolina. I know. And that goalie was actually pretty good. And the Oilers got smoked. it's also the Carolina Hurricanes, and it was a back-to-back. A lot of variables at stake there. It's a freshly, hopefully, rookie-partied team, rested, feeling really good, excited to get back and playing. Um, They're obviously, these are all meaningful games. That gets them up for it. So, like, you know, hopefully we can, not, not overachieve, hopefully our offense does what our offense can do. Our defense can just bend and break a bit, but not break as much as it normally does. And then we got our best goalie in net. So there we go. Those are the keys to the game. Those are Jay's short for giant keys to victory. It's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be like a 6-5. I'm taking the over. I am taking the Oilers to win. I know I'm skipping ahead, but that's, that's where it's going tonight. What's your keys to victory, Liam? Special teams. I think if the Oilers can just be better on the penalty kill than LA, the power play is going to overrule LA, I think, and then that'll be the difference. I think Skinner will play a big factor in the game, too. Skinner's going to have a big game tonight. Yeah, I feel like he's he's gonna have a big, he has a big he's game gonna, he's, every time he plays. He's going to have a big game and still let in three, four goals. And we're going to be like, hell, that was a hell of a performance. Like, that's yeah. what it's like right now. I'm going to agree, actually, almost 100% with you, Liam. I think special teams is going to be big tonight. I just talked about how I don't love the depth on this team. I get they were on the ice for a goal, that fourth line against Florida, but I think you're going to need the big guns to carry you. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very reminiscent of how the Oilers beat the Kings in the playoffs, which was let the big guns do their thing and let your goalie just hold on for dear life. And Stuart Skinner, yeah, maybe he gives up three. Maybe he pitches a shutout like someone's predicting in the YouTube chat right now. Um, but regardless, I think special teams and the big guns are, are definitely the keys to victory tonight for the Oilers because LA is the deeper team. And yeah. I think it's also important to consider like the guys missing for the Oilers tonight too. Like we don't have Yamo, we don't have Kane. Like it's going to be Well, is, is Yamo a loss at the moment? Uh, at the moment. Uh, I still believe yeah, in the player, get, but at the moment. Fair. Yeah, at the moment, I suppose not. But he like Yanmark's probably the, more serviceable at the moment. But he still has the ability to be a top six forward, I guess is kind of what we're missing. Like, I don't know if the bottom six can really jump into a big role for us, if that yeah. makes sense. Maybe Clem Costin has a night. Maybe. I maybe. think, I'm, you know what? I am, I'm going, I am on the Clem train. I'm also on the Yanmark train. Yeah, you're liking these new guys. You got it, but it's they, little- they were they made a visual impact. I am not I don't know any of their underlying numbers, but I watched that game and I noticed every time they were on the ice. But are you noticing them because they're doing a lot of really good stuff, or are you noticing them because they're the shiny new thing in the lineup? 
What's shiny about like your eyes are just drawn to them more because you haven't seen them? I don't put them on an ISO cam. I'm like, oh, this guy's doing. Oh, it's oh, that's Yanmark doing that. Okay, I, I'm just not as optimistic, and I hope I'm wrong. Um, but I, I'm not super optimistic in the depth you mentioned. You don't. I'm not. I'm just. Once again, I drink the Kool Aid, and you're right; they are the new shiny thing. But my sample size is one game, and it was a really good game. Mm -hmm. So why can't that try and translate into two good games? If the numbers might. back up what you saw a little. Right now, I do have math on my side, albeit small sample size. Love using the sample size disclaimer, yeah. but. Klim Costin had the best five-on-five five shots for a percentage of any Oiler against the Florida Panthers. If you put 10 bucks on him to score a goal, you win 50. I am definitely betting on him <laughs> to score. Okay, natural transition point to our Betway wrap-up here. Um, you like Klim? Klim to score? Klim wow, to win? as well. Been, the real Klim Shady? <laughs> the real Klim Shady. Gets oh, we have a t-shirt design coming. <laughs> Klim score, baby. If Klim ends up being the answer, yeah, I think we'll have some pretty good... Klim uh, could be the answer. Yeah. Klim needed... Never know. Klim was in the dark clouds of St. Louis, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he just, just had to get out. Just like Ryan O'Reilly. Just got to liberate <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly, who's going to be a soon-to-be Oilers. I don't know if you watched Owen every day last week. Tyler Ramchuk uh, hinted that the Oilers will be signing or trading for Ryan O'Reilly. And then the Blues went off and rattled three straight wins <laughs> and got themselves back in the playoff race. Exactly to my point, what I said. You wrote off the St. Louis Blues way too early because Ryan O'Reilly is on their roster. Yeah, um, I, pr I probably did write them off just, just a hair. You were picking them early. apart. We did this in 2019 again. Yeah, like it's... It's the same, like, if, 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 if they win the cup this year, it'll be so fun. <laughs> well, we'll come back to this moment. But Leo, that way. Yeah, what do you like tonight, Liam? Connor McDavid, minus 106 oh, to score a goal. Oh, that's disgusting. The disrespect. Well, it's actually the ultimate respect, but to a gambler who loves to chase the juice, I'm very chasing. disrespectful. And then Oilers to win in regulation, even money. I think they'll come back tonight and they'll do well. LA hasn't been awesome either. Stuart skin is kind of rolling. We're doubting them a little bit because of the depth. I think no one. So I, th I think they'll win too. Yeah. Like they're they're gonna they're just gonna like whatever. We can pick apart the roster and you know. But if 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 the Oilers just play a good game, they can beat any team. We have proven that. Uh, so I I, th I think they're gonna show up tonight. I really do. So if they show up tonight, it just means the Oilers are gonna win. I do like like chasing the juice in the regulation. I'm probably going one step further. I'm going puck line. I thought about puck line. But does that also mean power play goal empty net plus 250? Well, it may if as well. You, if you're doing money line. Got to hedge right. the puck line. <laughs> exactly. The double so. down greedy hedge. <laughs> a couple of safe plays I'm intrigued by tonight. Betway has Oilers over 31 and a half shots on goal at minus 135. I think they could rip a lot of pucks towards the Kings here tonight. Mm -hmm. um, Oilers to win in McDavid to just score one point. That's, that changes it from minus 140 to minus 134. <laughs> Tempting. <laughs> Tempting. Like, it's not even... You're better to just de-risk yourself and just take that and then take... Oilers to win, McDavid to score two points. That's the one. Okay. Plus 140. Yeah, plus That mitigates, then you don't have to go chase the puck line. Luke from Minnesota. We have a viewer from Minnesota who's... We were complaining about 8 o'clock starts. Luke's like, how about 9 o'clock for me in mini central time zone? That sucks, Luke. Uh, but he says it is a big power play goal, empty net goal kind of night. Liam? Ah, I'm in. You know I'm always in. I mean, I think old reliable, old reliable, <laughs> old reliable. Like Connor David to score, that that's gonna hit. 
I like my my best bets here after reviewing this. Uh, Oilers to win and McDavid to score two plus points. I love it. I love Oilers and Reglium as well. Those are the two uh, I'm going to take here this evening. I wish they would have Oilers to win, Leon and Connor both to score two plus points. Do they have that? If you scroll far enough down, they got tons of stuff. Because Leon love lighting up the Kings on one leg. So Betway has a bunch of like these pre-built bets. I love them and get lost in them. All right. So the best odds tonight. Yes. 125 to one. Let's go. Kings to win. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. Over six and a half goals. Dry saddle and Arvidsson to both. Okay. So then what's the Oilers version of that? And what does it pay? Oilers to win the over, Dreisaitl and Arvidsson both to score two plus goals, 90 to one. I, well, I don't believe in Arvidsson. He, I can see him getting one. I can see him getting two points. Mm-hmm. What's like a plus 2,500? You want something that's like plus... Like something that's realistic here, Tyler. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dealing in reality right now. Yeah, like something um, that we know is going to hit. That one's not good. I sorry, I'm scrubbing this uh, while we're while we're going live here, trying to find one that involves the Oilers to win as well, which is uh, which is tough. Hey, Liam, how about this one? Instead of power play goal, empty net goal, empty net goal, shorthanded goal. Oh, fourteen to one. <laughs> the Edmonton Oilers, uh, twelve to one on penalty shot at any time in the game. You don't like Arvidsson, so that one won't work. No, for well, you. well, if it's a point, dry settle to score twice over six and a half. Oilers to win plus eleven hundred, so eleven to one. Or Oilers to win, always six and a half, and Dry Saddle to score three. You'd win three hundred forty. Well, and, and so I was actually looking because I was feeling a Connor McDavid hat trick tonight, but it could be a Leon Dry Saddle hat trick night. I feel like there's a hat trick coming tonight. Hmm. Interesting. Can anyone feel me on that? YouTube chat. Anyone get seven to one power play goal, shorthanded goal in the same match. Once again, like that—that that skews well for the Oilers because, like, it's not like we scored. What do we do? We lead the league in short angles. I've got to be close, right up there. We probably we probably lead the league in high danger scoring chances on the penalty kill. Yeah, I love this one. Uh, we were talking about Luke from Minnesota. Tough nine o'clock start. Pateri from Finland is hey, uh, watching. Pateri, Kitos, five a.m. start. <laughs> five a.m. is a little bit tougher than uh, I think. I was up at five a.m. today. Would I want to wake up at 5 a.m. to get jazzed up for an Oilers game? That's... The Oilers are tied for fourth in shorthanded goals. Scored this year at three. There are, th- or, yeah, they've scored oh, three. Oh, Fogles didn't count. It was just after, just right? After. Ah, okay. Um, four. Four. Or, sorry, three teams have four goals. So if they score one tonight, they'll be tied for first in shorthanded goals scored. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this year the Oilers haven't allowed a shorthanded goal against, have they? Uh, never say that. One. Well, what that's like an honest question. I'm not going to jinx them. It's not like they watch. They have a lot of short-handed goal against. Never mind. That's my what bad. I thought. Ah, I always count on the others giving up a short-handed. Wasn't Kadri? No, that was four on four. Uh, I think, think it was a flame short-handed goal though. Oh yeah, it was. It was yeah. Backland in Calgary. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. then they went right behind the other end. It was cold again. No, it was Backland. Was it Backland? Yeah, yeah. Because then we scored like. 15 seconds after after Backlund got another breakaway. Yeah, we were only at that game. Yeah, we were. Me <laughs> and you were. 
but oh well, that's life. Um, yesterday, our NHL bets did okay. That over in San Jose, Vegas. Mm. Yeah, but I like how our logic, or when we were going through it, we were like, oh, Vegas might hit this by themselves. And it only hit because Vegas absolutely imploded in the third period. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't great. Um, or it still hit, so who cares? I went two for three on my shot props as well. Tonight, I like the McDavid shot prop as one of my recommended bets from Daily Faceoff. I like Rasmus Dahlin again. It's free money. He's hit it nine games in a row. And they're still throwing it up at two and a half. So I'm taking that. And I like the blues in regulation tonight. Yeah, there's only Oh, now he's a big blues guy. <laughs> well, to be shit. fair, they're playing Jeez. Chicago. The guy, <laughs> you know, week to week, he's a different person <laughs> with a different take. Big blues fan. We got well, blues if I'm going to be wrong about him, might as well make some money, is my thinking. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Sports right. betting has no allegiances, it's just about what's going to win. But I come from the dojo of bet with my heart and support my team. Yes, I bet on the Cleveland Browns this weekend against the Miami Dolphins. No, I did not win. <laughs> That's tough. I missed, uh, speaking of betting on NFL, I give NFL picks every week on the show. I missed Jalen Waddle's prop by one and a half yards and Kelsey's prop by one catch. Brutal. Oh. Brutal bad beats. It's terrible. Um, no, the worst beat was... Uh, that last second. That last, touchdown. yeah, when he's lost 13 yards on some, like, oh, they're yeah. doing that. They're, they're throwing the laterals and he lost 13 yards on it. So, so the he had the prop and then lost it. Anyways, that is the worst. Uh, Rusty says, I still believe in this defense's ability to figure it out. They have shown flashes of greatness. I think Manson will be able to get the best out of them. Reckless optimism. Oilers get the Maybe, well, here, I, here's my, my challenge. Maybe Manson is getting the best out of them. Mm. That's mildly concerning, if true. How about uh, Philip Broberg's goal last night? That's who he should one? be. That's what we draft him to be. He's supposed to be the guy who can yeah. buzz around. Have not seen it at the NHL level. Though. Oh, he did. Well, I haven't seen it much at the AHL level, but he he danced around the entire. I think they played Colorado. Danced through and just tucked it right in. Yeah, better than Ryan Murray. <laughs> he probably is at this point. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. He needs to play like 10 games down there, I think, before I consider recalling Broberg. Yeah, I'm with you. Because I think he's only played four or five. Yeah. Because he got injured again. Yeah. He's got to stay healthy for a band situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like a nice trade piece. Rusty Mm -hmm. says Oilers are going to dummy the Kings 7 1. Electronic Jordan says 4 2 win. Shout out to Bag Milk. What are you guys going to say? I I am trying not to be optimistic because they let me down every time I'm optimistic. But I really want to say 6 2 Oilers. Oh, I'm going 6 4. Empty netter. Nice. I'm going to go 5-2 empty netter. I like that. I like that. So all either right. way, we all agree over. We all agree over. Always bet the over on the Oilers, unless they play Tampa Bay or Florida, because then that hits the end of <laughs> In St. Louis. <laughs> all right. Uh, as always, coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. We're going to have some cool updates to the Sports Closet Studio. With we maybe, are. With maybe some of that reverse retro gear. Woo-wee. Three locations in the Edmonton area Kingsway Mall, Short Park Mall, St. Albert Mall. Shout out to the Sports Closet. Also, if you're a footy fan like Liam mm-hmm. or like me and you, because we're buying into the World Cup heavy here. Buddy, all in, man. All in. Can't They're, wait. They also have some World Cup gear I saw at, uh, at the shop. So if you want to load up on World Cup gear or there's reverse retro gear, it's going to be coming in the next week Ooh. or so here. All of it at Sports Closet. Well, speaking of the World Cup and connecting it now back to Betway, our betting partner, we should each make a bet on who we think is going to win the World Cup. We'll do that next show because. Friday, Saturday. we can do it. Saturday. We'll do Saturday. Because that's right. World Cup World. starts on Saturday. Sunday. Starts Sunday, on Sunday. So that'd be perfect. Okay, I'll do my research. Okay, me too. I've got some takes. All right. It's not going to be England. Sorry. Liam. That's okay. Mine will be. <laughs> <laughs> 
if Norway somehow qualified now with Erling Holland on the team, I would be. Big There's some juice. There's some juice there. Unfortunately, they can't. It's, I know. They're so. not at the next World Cup. I'm a futures bet. All right. All right. Sure for Giant Game Day edition of the show. Thanks for tuning in on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with Frank Saravalli.